Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man always gets his way. All right, welcome everybody to free the free money podcast season. I don't know, four, maybe five. I'm not sure. One of those seasons. Uh, it is the first episode. I am here with our good friend, Drew Franklin, who I'm, we've never done this not in person. We're doing it over Zoom right now, which means I get to look at Drew's mustache. Drew, uh, how long are we going to keep that thing going? Uh, that's a good question. Um, maybe forever. I thought it was going to be a day or two, but now that I've been rocking it a little while, I think it might be a forever thing. Really? <laughs> like, does, does Abby like it? No, she hates it. And uh, really, every time I look in the mirror, it kind of startles me. But, uh, you know, whatever. It's 2020. Who cares about anything? You look like – I mean, there are many things you look like. But I feel like if I was watching, like, a 70s cop movie, you would be, like, the deputy that gets in the car with the guy on the chase. That's kind of what I think. Because your hair is very poofy along with the mustache. It's quite a look. I'm I'm impressed. I had a Reno 911 Halloween costume in college. I might have to bring it back out this year because I, ha- I have the facial hair. By the way, I have. Just wait till you see my Halloween costume. Rachel and I are going as a uh, tandem. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to tell people because when I send out the picture, it's going to break the internet. I just want oh. you to say that. It's going to break uh, the internet. I, I can't. Who does Kentucky play? I feel like I haven't dressed up for Halloween in 52 years. Do, is it, it might be a. It doesn't matter. But I'm excited. I might get to I think dress they up play Missouri. Year. Maybe. Maybe it's Missouri. Norm, normally we don't get to do this. I think this might be a year I get to wear a costume too. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, for people who've never listened to this, this is our attempt at helping you gamble on the college football. And this year we're adding some pro football because there are, isn't as much college football when it starts. Um, it's only loosely based on actual games. It ends up going into other things usually, but it should be very exciting. Um, we didn't think necessarily there would even be college football games, but since there are, it's why wouldn't we gamble on them? We are sponsored by mybookie.com. Mybookie.com is your place. If you've ever wondered where can I bet on games and it may or may not be totally legal, but it's uh, but you can do it. And what are they going to do to you? Go to mybookie.com, and the promo code is Matt Jones. And Drew, it's a great place to go and uh, throw some dollars down. Yeah, and I'm excited to throw some dollars down because it has been a long time. I'm sure every, there's a lot of people like me ready to get back. Consider mybookie for your for your spot to get back to gambling. Yes, mybookie.com. Uh, Matt Jones. So there you go. Let's get started. I mean, there's no reason, I mean, to, to, to dilly or to dally. Drew is going to bring up the, the college games for us to, to, to go on, and I will do the pro games. Drew, and then I will also at some point show you, Drew, the, the Phil Steele games of the week. I will note, by the way, Phil Steele's four-star lock of oh. the week selection that game has already been canceled, which was Louisiana Tech and Baylor. He said uh, Louisiana Tech would cover, and the game has been canceled because everyone on Louisiana Tech got coronavirus. So he is already off to a raucous start. Is that any worse than any other year he's given week one picks? <laughs> well, I think he's. I think it's good for him because normally he would just miss his four-star <laughs> lock of the week. This time, he would, they were able to get corona, and he doesn't even have to worry about it. So that's a good start. So what's your first game? 
Well, uh, you know, I typed up a lot of nice notes, had a beautiful spreadsheet, and then I sat down and in this new world we're in, I realized I need my computer to look at you to do this. So I have everything written down on the mail that came today. It looks like Abby started a life insurance policy without telling me. So I wrote on that, our games. I think she saw that mustache and was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this for 50 years. So going all this off this info here, we will start with the uh, Thursday night game. I guess if this comes out Wednesday night, that will be tomorrow. We have UAB at Miami, the U. Miami is a two touchdown favorite against the, uh, what are they, the Dragons or something crazy from? Uh, uh, they are the, yeah, I think they're like the Golden Snakes or something like that. Yeah. UA, UAB is the football program right where they they canceled it and then they brought it back and then they, so I, I, I feel like that's a game. Well, just in general. So my view about this, Drew, I don't know if you agree, is I feel like all of these games I don't think many of them are going to be close. I think either like a team is just going to blow the other one out or there's a chance for a lot of upsets. Like I, I feel like a two touchdown spread to me is an unlikely result. I feel like Miami either wins by 40 or like both teams come out and stink and it's like a three point game. And I feel that way kind of about most of these games because it's all going to be about whether or not these teams have practiced and like I, I feel like it's going to be really strange don't you yeah definitely there's so many unknowns and then you almost have to turn your brain off to not think the way you've gambled in the past like that three points for a home favorite is it even three points this year I didn't know have they yeah who knows I guess even I, I told know. us yeah. there's so many things we've considered in the past that really with the unknowns it's completely a clean slate and you got to look at these differently at least early on, I'm going to be doing a lot of underdogs with so many unknowns. If you can give me some points, I'm going to take them because Vegas doesn't even really have a, a a lean or any inside info here. We're all guessing. So, so are you taking one, 14 with UAB? Well, this first one, UAB has actually already played a game. Uh, they played last week. So I give them a little bit of advantage. I'll say they cover. They won last week. They didn't cover their spread against some opponent I've already forgotten, Central somewhere or another. <laughs> but I think having that experience already – I think they can hang a little bit, even though it is the U. I couldn't name one UAB football player ever. Um, in terms of basketball players, they had that dude um, who lit us up. Do you remember that in that game? Of course, but his name's slipping my mind. I, I want to say Jim Varney, but that's Ernest. It was like <laughs> Robert Vader or – I think he played in Indiana and then he went to UAB – what was his name? I, I'm not going to have the name. I know you're talking about Let's just about say it's movie. Robert Vader. And okay. he, Robert Vader went off against us, but I don't think he could go against Miami's defense. So I'm going to take Miami to cover. I think this is one of those games, like I just said, where I think it's either going to be a three-point game or Miami wins by 40. I'll just take the Miami by 40. They haven't had that many people at their home games in a long time, so I don't think this is going to be any different. So I will take the U uh, uh, to cover. By the way, I just got this text message that Donald Trump uh, announced that Daniel Cameron, Kentucky's Attorney General, is one of the people he's considering for the Supreme Court. And he just saw his resume and thought, man, this guy's Daniel long Cameron's career. Like, he's like 30 and has never tried a case ever. Be an, be an odd pick. And like would you the be only thing we know about him is that he hasn't made a decision on the Breonna Taylor like – so why well, wouldn't you put him on the Supreme Court? I mean, he's a nice guy, I like, but unbelievable. Anyway, with that, what's the next game? Uh, we'll move to Saturday, our first full Saturday. With uh, We'll start with one of our noon games. How about 
We have Syracuse at North Carolina, a game that normally wouldn't be on our radar, but North Carolina is actually good this year. I think Syracuse and North Carolina play at noon on ESPN <laughs> all the time. I feel like that's a game I've seen a lot over the years. North Carolina is supposed to be legitimately really good this season. You know, Mac Brown's got uh, like he's had like two or three straight years of good recruiting. I'm going to take Carolina. Well, first of all, I don't know what the spread is. So before I do, so what did you say it was? Uh, 20, 22 and a half. Ooh, now that's a lot. It's steep. Actually, you know what? I'm taking Syracuse. That's one of those where I feel like, again, Carolina will win, but it'll be close because it's sloppy and ugly. I think I'm about to go against you on our first two games. Uh, I don't really have a reason. I just remember North Carolina almost upset Clemson. Was that week one or week two? Very early in the season last year. They beat South Carolina. Yeah. Was it last year or two years ago? Something like that. They got a lot of people back. Uh, Syracuse gave up a ton of points uh, per game last year. I'll go UNC. They're motivated. They finally have a year to get excited about. You know, I I, I, uh, normally – in the last couple of years was at ESPN making uh, omelets with Mac Brown on, on Sunday mornings. He would be there and his, he was always immaculately dressed. And in the ESPN cafeteria, I would be getting an omelet while he would get an omelet and we would talk. And he asked me a lot about Kentucky. I just found him to be the nicest man. And uh, I pull, I end up pulling for Carolina. You know what? I'm flipping. I'm, I'm picking Carolina. I can't pull against, I can't pull against Mac Brown. He's got a nice suit. And he, he, he seemed to like uh, on his omelet. They would ask him if he if he wanted egg whites, and he would get angry. He he wanted his yolk, and I think he's going to want Syracuse's yolk. I'm with you. I, I like all the things you just said about Mac Brown, but now I'm more interested in the ESPN omelet bar. Is it kind of like the there's a person with a skillet and it's custom made? You just tell them and the you kind of sit exactly around get what it's like. So you walk up there. Um, by the way, he's got uh, Phil still has Syracuse covering. Um, he. You walk up there, it's like a nice – the ESPN cafeteria is amazing. I mean, it's not the cafeteria you see on those commercials. But it's a big cafeteria, and there's somebody cooking back there, and they'll cook you omelets. They'll cook you uh, any kind of breakfast, say uh, biscuits and sandwiches. And, uh, you know, it is kind of strange because you can be standing there. I remember one day I was like, hey, there's Mac Brown. There's, like, Bill Pito. Actually, it wasn't Bill Pito. I don't even know. I think he works there. But it was like some anchor. And then Randy Moss was waiting too. And like that's kind of – I think that would only happen at ESPN. You get all those people at once. Well, I mean, it's one thing to, to meet these celebrities, but to actually see what they get for breakfast, that's that's next level they access. Each, they tend to eat pretty healthy. I noticed like I, I was – um, they have a salad. And again, this is pre-COVID, but they had like a salad bar and there was always a line at the salad bar for lunch. So like the burger place, you could get in and out. If you wanted a salad, you had to wait for everybody. So that's, it's pretty healthy eating actually. Uh, speaking of healthy eating, we can do some healthy eating in our second noon game on Saturday okay. when uh, Louisiana Lafayette travels to number 23, Iowa State. Iowa State is an 11 and a half point favorite. How did those teams get to play? I thought you had to play somebody in your state. Uh, they're playing each other. Okay. Well, um, I, I don't know anything about either one of those teams. Louisiana State – or Louisiana Lafayette and Iowa yes. State. Um, Iowa State what, has a good quarterback. He's he's not a Heisman contender, but he's been mentioned as a guy who could sneak his way up that list. Who's their coach, Iowa State? Don't they have a coach that people say is very good? Yeah, they they do have a coach. His name uh, is not Matt on Campbell. My piece of that sounds great. 
Those names, neither of those names may be close to what it is. Uh, their quarterback, the quarterback is Purdy. If, if we want names uh, to be accurate, Purdy is a good quarterback for us. Is Iowa that State. the guy? It's not Chubba Purdy, is it? <laughs> no, not him. That was the guy that was going to go to Louisville. Remember Chubba Purdy? Yeah. yeah is yeah. it? No, it's his brother, isn't it? It's like, uh, I think so. Yeah, it's Chubba Purdy's brother with his coach, Matt Campbell, uh, <laughs> playing against Louisiana Lafayette. I, I, they're going to cover. I, I think you said it was, what, 13? Uh, just 11 and a half, excuse me. 11 and a half. Oh, I, I, I've got them easy. I'm taking uh, Iowa State to cover. What about you? Uh, yeah, definitely Iowa State. Wasn't Chubba Purdy going to take over for Lamar and be the next great football yeah, player and then ever? he and then he ended up, I think, at Florida State. I think it's where mm-hmm. he ended up. By the way, Phil Steele has Iowa State by seven, so he's picking Louisiana Lafayette. So far, you have gone three straight games where you've gone against Phil Steele. Uh, did we did we get what he's doing on Thursday night? Was that on his sheet? I don't think I heard. Yeah, on Thursday night, he has, uh, he has Miami covering. Okay, so that was the three straight. All right, moving on to the fourth one then. Eastern Kentucky didn't have a great showing last week. No, they did not. (laughs) Traveling to Neil Brown's Morgantown, West Virginia, where West Virginia is now a a 40-and-a-half-point favorite. It's already moved six points. If you're going to bet it, I would do it soon. That's something like it might be a blowout. So Marshall beat them 59 to nothing, right? Correct. So what – I mean, that's – I don't even – how how would you take the 40 against West Virginia if they've already lost by 59 to Marshall? I mean, I, I would never, ever bet a game like this because it's going to end up – but wouldn't you take West Virginia here? I mean, no offense to Eastern, but what is going on there that they lost 59 nothing? It's It seems pretty obvious. I guess the hesitations would be maybe West Virginia in such a weird year gets up and just completely quits and you get a backdoor cover or something. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see any scenario where this game is within any, any kind of reasonable deficit here. I got a text message during the Marshall uh, Eastern Kentucky game from Bomani Jones, and he said, did you ever think you'd live to see the day – that the coach of the Eastern Kentucky Colonels would wear a Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? No, I did not think I would see that day ever. Um, it didn't seem to help the team unity, but um, I- I'm going West Virginia. What about you? Yeah, I think they're going to win by a lot. And Neil Brown kind of needs to. His, this is his second year. His first year was fine, but I think if he wants to get some excitement back there, he needs to kind of come out and whoop up on the Colonels. And he fired one of his coaches, didn't he? Like one of his – uh, one of his coordinators, yeah. like, had there was some a, sort of racial thing, drama. wasn't it? Yeah, some maybe stuff he'd been doing, uh, text messages, things he's been saying around the rock, locker room. Uh, the Eastern coach is a former Mark Stoops quality control assistant the last couple of years, which might explain why he was wearing the Black Lives Matter. He actually, I mean, he got he got hired as from from our quality control assistant to their head coach. Well, he was a guy I think in between jobs, and you know how kind of the Saban move. You add a guy as quality control until he lands oh, back you. on his So he was like the Lane Kiffin of, uh, of yeah, he, East Kentucky. I think he's a long-time Eastern assistant uh, there. But he had a good quote. He was talking about how Eastern should play 10 games. He said if the SEC could play 10 games, we bleed the same blood they bleed. So uh, he sounds like a football guy. We plead the same blood the SEC does. Well, they probably bled a lot of it, losing by 50 uh, last week. I'm going to have to take West Virginia. All right, who's next? Now, uh, your Duke Blue Devils uh, Mm -hmm. get Notre Dame. Notre Dame's first ACC game of the year. Uh, Notre Dame is a 20-point favorite. 
Where is the game? Notre Dame. I saw, I was looking at, there was a, there was a story the other day about all the players who had opted out. And I noticed the two schools that had the most players opt out this year were Maryland and Duke. And I wondered if that was just like out of embarrassment more than COVID because I mean, Maryland had like 13 guys opt out, which it can't be that there's that much COVID at Maryland. Like there had to be like, I feel like there was more going on there. Don't you think they're worried about their football schedule? I guess I just see. I, although, wait a minute, Maryland isn't Maryland in the Big Ten? They're not even playing. So, what are they opting out from? That's true. I, I've, I'm still behind on that. Uh, the conference mix-up from a few years ago. Regardless, um, uh, Duke. I think I'm going to Google this while talking. Has Clemson's old quarterback that can't beat Trevor Lawrence for job, Chase Bryce. Oh, they that, do. I mean, you're. You're a Duke fan. I believe this is his first year. Yeah, the, the Clemson backup is now well, Duke. Duke also one. has, on defense, I believe they have a preseason All-American at, like, linebacker. I think one of their linebackers is, like, first-round draft pick, preseason All-American. Um, so, I think Notre Dame will win, but I'm going to go back to my – I think these games will be closer than people think. Duke is, you know, of all, I mean, they're well-coached. I can't tell you – anything about this year's roster but i think it'll be closer than 20 so i'll say cover i'll take duke. i'm good i'm going with duke too uh notre dame's got the same quarterback back they're gonna be very good were they like number 10 this year but i could see this one being a close game just being the first one of the year and teams not being as ready to go so i'll also go with the blue devils Phil has Notre Dame by 27. <laughs> so you you have now gone against Phil on every single pick like every one of them. I, I, I hope you keep going. I think that's very impressive. You still, however, have not gotten his two three-star plays of the week or his underdog play of the week. So we'll wait till we get to those. If, if I'm not mistaken, I ended last season picking everything with Phil. So maybe this is me getting back on the right this side. This is the flip. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving on to, let's see, we have a 330 game, Georgia Tech at Florida State. Florida State is an 11.5-point favorite. And uh, I believe Florida State and West Virginia were supposed to play each other in week one. It's two of our teams here having to play different games. So now who is Florida State? Who is their coach? Because they, they thought about hiring Mark Stoops <laughs> yeah. and then they hired somebody else. And who did they hire? Wait a minute. Why am I drawing? Didn't we all make fun of the hire? Um why do we not know? We're here previewing a game that people are gonna gamble <laughs> on, and we were slipping on who their coach is. One of the major programs in the country, Norvell. Norvell, yeah, from uh, Memphis. I knew I was yeah. drawing a blank. He's going to be terrible, but I think it'll be enough to beat Georgia Tech. So I'm going to say Georgia Tech – or excuse me, I'm going to say Florida State covers that game. As a matter of fact, that is going to be my early favorite for the Matt Jones slam bam, thank you ma'am, uh, pick of the week is going to be uh, Florida State over Georgia Tech. If this were uh, two years ago when Georgia Tech still had the triple offense, triple option offense, they've since changed coaches. I think they could go undefeated this year, just run the ball and beat COVID yeah. and beat everybody that's not Nobody prepared. Know. Yeah. I think they're still figuring out what they're doing in life. So I'm also going to roll with Florida State here. Georgia Tech. Who is Georgia Tech's ready. coach? I don't know his name, but I know he took that offense that did nothing but run and tried to make it air raid in a matter of months last year, and it didn't exactly work. By the way, I, I haven't talked about this in any other forum, um, but Saturday on the ESPN show, I had to interview Navy's coach, and his name, he had six syllables in his last name. It was like, 
Well, here, look it up, Drew. And without me giving you any hint, I want you to try to pronounce oh, no. his name because it's you'll get what I was going for. Do you do, do you have it? Google. Oh boy. His first name's Ken. How do you say his last name? Let, let me stare it down just for a brief second here. Okay. Nia Matalolo. Nia Matalolo. It's it's Niu Matalolo. Six syllables. Niu Matalolo. Now here's the problem. You are saying that with me, and if you mess up, who cares? But I have to introduce him on national radio, and my my producers is like, he's very very excited to be on here. Uh, and I'm like, how do I say his name? And my producer goes, I don't know. And I was like, well, I mean, somebody's got to tell me. Like, I, I I don't know. So during the entire lead-in, I'm sitting there going, Niu Matalolo, Niu Matalolo, Niu Matalolo. And they're making fun of me. So I get on there and I go, welcome, everybody. It's what it's, we are. It's game day on ESPN Radio. We are happy to be joined by Navy coach Ken like I just sit there and like just gurgle his name and then I go I'm sorry coach I practiced the entire segment and I didn't get and then he didn't even laugh he was like it's uh, Niu Matalolo and I go oh well coach and so at the end I wasn't going to do it again so I just said well, I want to thank coach for being with us good luck on the game tomorrow so Niu Matalolo uh they only of course lost. You're doing it. Of course, you're doing it perfectly on Zoom to me. Uh, not to well. There's me. no pressure when you don't have Mr. Niumatalolo right there. He, by the way, was not the most energetic dude in the world. Like I, it was hard to get a lot out of him. But uh, but and right, I, who's I, next? I feel like I feel like if that's your last name, you kind of got to give people a little leniency and understand it happens. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, for the game. I forgot where we were. What game did we well, just you, do? Were, you did Florida State, Georgia Tech. We're going to the next one. All right, number one, Clemson at Wake Forest. The spread is 33. I think it could be 100. Clemson is going to win by that many. College game day is going to Wake Forest. Has never been before. It's one of like six schools in the Power Five they've never been. They're going – have you heard, like, what are they doing for game day? Are they going to let people come out or do you know? I, I don't think they are. I mean, I haven't seen any stories on it in the last week or two, so that could, of course, have changed. So why are they it. going if no one can come? ESPN is needs people to watch. I mean, that Trump was show. Trump was in West, West Winston Salem the other night, and he had people there. So I feel like, I mean, I, I don't think they are. Maybe they're going to let a few students in, but it's certainly not going to be the game day that we've known. I, I wonder if they'll let the Washington State flag get in. It's been it's been at every stop since oh, the beginning. That's a good of point. Time. They have to Can't, do that. That's right. So you're taking should, Clemson to cover the thirty three. Uh, yeah, I just. I don't know a lot about Wake Forest, but I see Clemson just beating them to death week one. We mentioned UNC almost beat Clemson last year. I think in every other game in the conference, they covered the spread by a lot. So, yeah, I, I'm rolling with Clemson here. I'm going to go with Clemson, too. Uh, Phil Steele has Wake Forest covering. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I, and I didn't see any of his picks beforehand. So you, you've is... agreed with him once. You did agree with him on Florida State. He had Florida State covering as well. So, that's – uh, okay. That's one of those rare, what do we call it, when the three of us all agree? It's like a triple quadruple beam uh, when you get all of us. That I think Florida State, if, if for those of you listening for the first time and trying to dip your toe into my bookie, I like Florida State as that pick, don't you? Oh, for sure. 
or the uh, the Eastern blowout because I just don't see how Eastern uh, hangs around with West Virginia at Morgantown. Yeah, so we we uh, will take Clemson. He's got Wake Forest. Uh, by the way, do you think if if Clemson or Alabama or one of those schools wins a national championship and the Big Ten and Pac Ten aren't in it, is it a real national championship? Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, the Pac 12s never in it, so they don't they don't even get to say if they haven't been in it the last. Well, have they had a team in it? I honestly don't think uh, they've made Oregon, it. Oregon, one year Oregon played okay. against what Auburn and lost the championship, it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if it was the playoff format then, but regardless, they don't have a say in it. And then the Big Ten, Ohio State gets in and loses in the semifinals every year. So I mean, it's been Clemson, Alabama all the time the last all these last three years. Why would we discredit it if it happens for a fourth time? I'm with you. All right, who's the next one? We will end with, uh, at least for the college uh, games on our slate, the one here in Kentucky, Western at Louisville. Louisville's a 12-point favorite. So, you know, I have mixed emotions about this because on the one hand, I don't understand why everybody thinks Louisville is so good. But on the other hand, didn't Louisville – was it – was Louisville and Western close last year? Uh, Yeah, Western almost beat them. Okay. Yeah, I actually, I, I so I, I can see, I'm going to take Louisville though. I feel like Louisville, I don't know how good they are, but I feel like they're better than Western. It's the first game of the year. Uh, I'm going to take Louisville uh, to cover. I'd say they win by, you know, 17. What do you think? Uh, I'm torn because I, I want to root against Louisville in all things, especially against Western. But, yeah, they have a couple playmakers. I don't think overall they're back and they should be ranked and all that, but they have a couple playmakers. I just don't think Western will be able to stop. So I, will I sort go, of agree. I will go Louisville, too. And I, was, I think it was two years ago Louisville played – or Western played them close. I think last year Louisville won by a couple touchdowns. Well, okay, that's what I thought. So, so yeah, so I think Louisville won relatively easily last year. So why wouldn't they win this time? Or am I wrong about that? Here, let me read. Phil Stills usually pretty good about telling you when the last games were. Last year was a neutral site, and U of L led thirty-one to seven at half. So that's what we thought. Okay. So why wouldn't they so, win this by a lot this year? That's a good question. So two years ago, I think it might have even been at Louisville, and they almost upset them at Louisville. Is what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I'm with you. I, again, it goes back to Louisville's just got a couple guys that even Kentucky struggled with early in the game last year that I don't know that Western's quite ready to stop. So I will take Louisville to cover the twelve. Me but I will well. be rooting. I will be rooting to lose money. Me too. Phil Steele, by the way, picks Western to cover. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He picks Western. He says Louisville wins by eight. All right. So we didn't get any of the Phil feel fail of the Phil Steele uh, pick. So here we go. By the way, I'm getting multiple texts of people going, Daniel Cameron, really on the Supreme Court. <laughs> that would be the biggest upset of the of all the picks we're doing here. First of all, he would be on the Supreme Court for like 60 years. <laughs> like he's, you know, he's, he's 30. No, anyway. Uh, his three-star pick is South Alabama Tulane. What is the South Alabama Tulane spread? Uh, I wasn't prepared for that one. Hang on a second. I, I didn't know Phil's picks. Tulane is an 11 and a half point favorite. He has South Alabama winning. <laughs> Should we trust him? I know nothing about those. Two no, I think we got to go with South Alabama here. I mean, if, if I'm getting 11 and Phil, God, why can I not say his name? And Phil says South Alabama can win. I feel like I got to go with South Alabama. Don't, don't you? 
Yeah, when you put it that way, it's still agreeing with Phil in week one. It's against my principles. But, yeah, that, I mean, if he thinks they can win, I'll definitely take 11 points for free. All right, his other game, three-star, is Army-Louisiana-Monroe. What do we have in that one? Army is a 15-point favorite. He has Army winning by 24. So he likes Army to cover there. What do you think? Uh... I will take it. It actually looks like the line has moved almost to 21 if I'm looking at the right. Yeah, the, the line has moved a lot here. So it looks like Phil's not alone in thinking that. Looks like our, a lot of people like Army. I'll join him. All right, sounds good. And then his underdog play of the week, 58% wins over the last 38 years. By the way, nobody measures things in 38s. <laughs> um, Coastal Carolina plus four over Kansas. I mean, is calling Kansas losing a football game even really sticking your neck out there for a pick? Don't they lose every football game? I know it's Coastal Les, Carolina. Les Miles is the coach there, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, this is his debut, isn't it? Or did he even coach last year? I think he coached last year. He did. I, I didn't know Coastal Carolina had a football team. Like, did you? No. Um, the line is three and a half. How's that possible? How's a Big 12 team only three and a half point favorite against Coastal Carolina, who's not even Division One? I, I, I can't. That's how bad Kansas is, I guess. So are you going Coastal? I don't know. After, I'm going Kansas. You got to go Kansas, there, right? They're yeah, not a big Coastal yeah. Carolina. If they don't, Les Miles should just leave and say I've made a mistake. Do you know what city Coastal Carolina is located in? Uh, I know it's going to be one on the coast, but I do not know. Coastal Carolina is in Conway, South Carolina. Well, it's good to know. Coastal Carolina, Carolina, when I was at uh, Duke, like the sort of, you know, did you ever see in uh, Animal House when they were like, they're, they're talking about going to visit that women's college and they're like, the fast girls are at whatever college that was. That was kind of how people talked about Coastal Carolina. They act like if you if you got there, it was just a party. Like you just walk in, everybody's like, whoo, Coastal Carolina's wild. So it sounds like a place we need to visit. I'm, too, uh, I'm too old now. Did Dustin Johnson go to Coastal Carolina? World number one golfer and FedEx champion? I believe he, he might did. have. By the way, I noticed that they paid $15 million for winning that now. Like, when did that amount of money get into it? It's gotten insane. It's been that way a couple of years. That's crazy. Do you know the the handicap format? I did. I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's odd. Like, he started with a huge lead. Yeah, Hubby and I turned it on, and he was already 10 under, and he hadn't teed off yet, (laughs) and I I was kind of confused by it. Um, all right, so let's uh, switch gears to the NFL. But first, I'll remind you, mybookie.com. If you don't have a bookie or you just don't have any friends, then mybookie.com – I mean, you can you can go to it if you have friends too. But mybookie.com, great place to bet on the games. Up to $1,000 if you put it in, they'll double it. Sounds That's like a bargain. Nuts, isn't it? Why? Doesn't it sound like a nut, nuts bargain? Like mybookie.com. With so much to gamble on this weekend, too. It's extra money to bet with. So the promo code is Matt Jones. Make sure you put that in there. You'll get double your money and uh, bet. It's easy. The platform's easy to use. Go to mybookie.com. Uh, All right, so it's the NFL is this weekend. Um, before we start, 
who who do you like in the Super Bowl this year? I, I picked on the NFL podcast the other day on my Matt Jones podcast feed. I picked the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Uh, who do you have? I swear to you, that's what I was going to say. It was already in my brain for you. You asked me. Uh, I mean, Chiefs, I think, are the obvious pick. Everyone will have them in it. But I think that Cowboys offense is going to be pretty dang special this year. Yeah, I don't like anybody in the NFC. Like, I feel like every team has a weakness, but you got to pick one of them. And it feels like – I think here's the thing. I think the Cowboys are going to cheat on the amount of fans they let in. You know, like everybody else is only letting in like 5%. And I think Jerry Jones is just going to end up having a super spreader event and bringing in like people off the street. So I think they're going to have a tremendous home field advantage. But that could also hurt their Super Bowl chances if the spreader includes the, the team. Oh, well, but I, don't th- I think he's going to keep the team safe. And I think the okay. rest of the city of Dallas is going to end up in a hospital. But at least the team will play. So I'm, I'm, I could I, see. I could see Jerry putting up a glass situation like hockey has around the field all the way to the roof to keep the fans from being able to spread anything towards his team. <laughs> yeah, I could see that as well. All right, uh, let's go. First of all, I'll just start with his big pick, the Phil Steele four-star NFL play of the month. He's already doing a play of the month, and it is only September. Well, I mean, that's a month, but it's only September 9th or whatever. Pittsburgh and the Giants. The game is in uh, New York. Who, who you got? First of all, the spread is Pittsburgh minus five. I'm guessing Phil has Pittsburgh on this one. Phil Can has you... Pitts- Pittsburgh by 15. Yeah, a lot of people are high on Pittsburgh because Big Ben is back. But I did people not see pictures of Big Ben the last year or two? I'm not. He looks he, like you. He looks <laughs> like he lost all that weight and he doesn't look like the same person. He looks like yeah, you. I just don't. Uh, maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I need to see Big Ben throw it around a few times before I'm investing in the Steelers. I, I'll, I'll go against Phil and his lock of the month here right, right away. Is the backup still Duck or whatever his name is or uh, – Duck Hodges, and I saw they picked up Josh Dobbs again, who I feel like has been there. Like, they let him go, come back, let him go, come back. But if Ben's healthy, they're going to be really good, aren't they? Uh, yeah, but who is the – was it Rudolph that the dude got beat with a helmet last year? Is, is he the backup? I mean, <laughs> yeah, if Ben's not yes. good, what's the, what's the backup plan? Benny Snell. Yeah, um, it could be a big year for Benny. He's lost some weight. He's ready to go. Well, I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover. I agree with Phil. I'm taking his four-star lock of the week. What about you? You're going Giants? I, th- I think the Giants are going to suck, though. I'm torn on this one. I'll go Pittsburgh, but I don't love it nearly as much as Phil does. All right. three. Uh, his three-star semi-lock of the week is in the Panthers-Raiders game, which I hope everyone has something to do besides watch that because those are two of the worst teams in the NFL. Panthers, Raiders, the Raiders are at Carolina, and the Raiders are a three-point favorite. Who you got? Well, I thought I was going to be a Raiders fan this year, like you and everyone else listening to this probably, but as of a couple days ago, we've had to throw them aside, and now I want them to lose every game. So Yeah, what jerks. I don't even – really, it was a dumb move. They put him at running back and then complain that he doesn't know how to play running back and he's never done it before. I bet he also wouldn't even be a good kicker either if they did that. (laughs) Or a golfer. Uh, They also (laughs) passed on Josh Allen last year. I'm going Panthers for no other reason than I don't trust the Raiders to do anything right. Well, the Raiders are a three-point favorite. Phil has the Panthers winning by seven. 
I'll take it. I kind of who agree with Panthers, you. Who is the Panthers quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater? Yes, that's right. Teddy Bridgewater. I'll do it. Teddy, I'll... Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, PJ Washington, uh, Muggsy Bogues. I think that's they've got a good group down there this year. Del Curry. <laughs> Junior Johnson. Like it's gonna be uh, a heck of a group. So we're both so we're we're rolling with uh, Phil on that one as well. And then his two star. I kind of think it's a good pick of the week. Packers and Vikings. This could be, you know, down the road for first place in the division. And the line is Packers – or, excuse me, Vikings are a three-point favorite at home. This is going to be a great game. I mean, I, give me the Packers. Whatever team is getting points. I think this could be either way. And, I mean, yes, the Vikings are at home, but, I mean, is what's home field advantage this year? Yeah. Uh, Phil's got the Packers winning by four, so he agrees with you again. You and Dang it. Phil on the NFL are dead on with each other. Um, I'll take the Vikings just to be different. This seems like a coin flip game to me. Uh, I think the Vikings are a little better across the board, and, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers seems like just such a schmuck, and I, it's hard to root for him. Like, first of all, you, how are you going to break up with Danica Patrick? She's great. GoDaddy.com. You're, you're, you're your brother doesn't like you, you know, I don't see a whole lot. I mean, what am I missing? Is there a lot, are there things to like about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he's got that stupid mustache that looks just like yours. So dumb. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now on my computer screen. As I say it to you, uh, I've tried to like him. I always have kind of liked the Packers. I'm not a fan, but I, I kind of root for them when they play Vikings in games I don't care about, but Rodgers is hard to like that. That's for sure. All right, Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore is is at home, and they are an eight-point favorite with Lamar. I mean, so a part of this is you have to decide, do you believe that Lamar will be as good as he was last year? I see no reason why he won't. I don't think he'll be like MVP level, but I feel like he'll still be good. So I, I, I But do you think he has another successful year? Uh, no, he'll be good. I mean, heck, he'll even be kind of great. I don't think it'll be the year he had last year. And part of it's going to be the homer and me. The Titans kind of lined up and said, beat us throwing, and he did nothing. So I yeah. think they kind of they kind of showed a recipe that other teams can copy that can get it done because he was nothing in that playoff loss to the, to the Titans. I do think he'll cover here, though. Yeah, I do too. I like him covering. Eight feels low to me if you're at – I mean, again, it's what's home field advantage. I don't really know, but – Cleveland, you know, I guess they don't have Freddie Kitchens. That it, it'd be interesting. They have a new coach, that Kevin Stefanski, who was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota, and uh, he might be good. But I'll I'll take uh, I'll take Baltimore to cover as well. Also, um, Odell's Odell's been a little distracted. Uh, here what do you right. think about that story? Like, I, I did like that somebody it. called her the woman dollar store Cardi B. <laughs> There's been a lot of good jokes and memes and tweets to come out of it, but I don't believe that. I mean, of all the things to enjoy, I just don't feel like that would be something that I would enjoy. I'm looking at more of the source it came from. I watched the video and her story, and I just I wasn't very believable. But it also is the kind of thing that's so weird you wouldn't think someone would make it up. Like if you were going to make up a story about someone – is that, um, is that the one you would make up, that that's what they like? It worked. We're all talking about the story and whatever podcast that was, people wouldn't listen to it. I guess that's true. If she was just like, he really liked cheese and crackers. I don't think people would think that's interesting. <laughs> but if you say that, 
you know, a lot of people, the older folks listening to this have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> don't just look don't it Google up. It. Ask your, ask your grandkids. They, they, uh, they, they'll know. Um, let's go Philadelphia and the Washington football team. The Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles are a six-point favorite at Washington. You, if you want to talk about bad off-seasons, how about the Washington football team? You've got scandals, filming cheerleaders in the locker room. You've got sexual harassment. You've got getting rid of the Redskins' name. So, um, I don't know. It feels like they don't deserve to win, if nothing else. And I don't know what's going on in their players' minds, but I'm sure a lot of them are probably embarrassed and ready to get the heck out of there and might not even be interested in playing this season much whatsoever. So uh, I'm going Philly here. I, I think this could be a long year for Washington football te- uh, fans. Jeff Schwartz tells me that he thinks Washington has a good roster, but they also have a problem. Like their coach has cancer, I think, right? So he's missed. I think Ron Rivera has missed most of training camp. So you have a new coach who's not there and then all this stuff, like is it feels like there's no way that can work. Right. And uh, they don't really have a quarterback. Well, they got Dwayne Haskins. Your guy. Yeah. But I mean, is that your guy? I mean, he's, he's my guy. I feel like he's, he's young with potential, but if I'm bragging on someone's roster, I don't think it's the team that has Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. So you're going to take Philadelphia to cover the six. I might even – I didn't even know – I haven't seen all the NFL lines. I'm kind of reacting on the fly. That might that might be one I bet big on. You like that one a lot. Okay. Well, that's – uh, I'll have to look into it a little more, but I think I like that one a lot. Um, well, you agree with Phil on that one too. You are – you disagreed with Phil on every college game, and you're agreeing with Phil on every pro game. So, that's nice. Um, Chicago and the Detroit Lions, the Lions are a three-point favorite at home. Chicago's your team. I know your boy Trubisky is starting again. Um, as you all still kick yourselves for drafting him, what are we? What are we supposed to see from the Bears, Mister Bears fan? Well, Dave Ragone tells me that Trubisky's better. Of course, he said that last year too, uh, and he was wrong. Um, and Davis is passing coordinator. I feel like we're going to win this game. I, I I don't know how. I feel like the Bears are going to be eight and eight or seven and nine. That's probably what their destiny is this year. But I feel like they're going to win this game. They're at Detroit. If you're going to have any chance of being decent, you got to win. I, you know, I can't stand the Detroit coach because he's like he's all he's sweaty and he's got a beard and there's nothing that makes me. He's always, you know, I wear a hat and a sweatshirt, but I'm also not coaching a football team. And, and he's had no success. So I, I don't believe in him. I'll take the bears to cover Phil, by the way, has the bears winning outright. What do you have? Uh, I was actually going to take the lions there, but I will agree with you on their coach, Matt Patricia. He does that. Like I'm a football guy, but play it up. I can't be bothered to comb my hair today because I'm so into football, but I think you got to win to do that. Bill Belichick. Yes, do you that. do. And I know he's a Belichick guy, but you just, you're just you just a clown until you earn that right. He, he's, it seems like an act to me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to try to disparage the guy. But, like, there's nothing about that guy that you would look at and go, there's a dude I trust. Like, do you look at him and think he looks smart? No. Do you look at him and think he looks clever? No. Do you look at him and think, there's a dude that I want to get behind? No. He just – you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover – but like, you gotta have a cover. 
you know, when Mitch Please came out, we weren't just like, just have a blank sheet of paper on the front and hope everybody likes it. Like you got to have something to draw people in. And I just feel like he has nothing. Yeah. And I don't need my football coaches to be polished or wear like the Jack Del Rio suit on the sideline, but he looks like he just woke up and like wiped some Cheeto crumbs off his shirt. Yeah. When he fell asleep on the couch the night before. Just maybe clean up a little bit. For That's your another life. thing is like when you were Mr. Beardo, you kept it like, I feel like you put oil in it. Are you like, didn't you? Did you put something yeah, in it to kind of? Yeah, I kept of... it a little under control. And if I had to go somewhere at a function, I would at least not wear a hoodie and sweatpants. You know, he just is like, well, it's media day with the Lions. I guess I'll smell this shirt on the floor and throw it on. I feel him. like he has a squirrel living in his beard, <laughs> which also it just does not give me confidence about him in, in the game. So I'm taking the Bears. All right. Uh, probably the biggest game of the weekend is Saints and Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom, they're now calling it Tom Bay, which I, I, I hate that name. Like if, if somebody came up to me and said, Hey, what do you think about Tom Bay?" I would smack them in the face and then run away. Um, but that the, uh, saints are at home and they're a three point favorite. What do you think? Uh, I, I got the saints covering here. I think the saints are going to be very, very, very good. With the Tampa Bay stuff, I'm a little bummed because us Kentucky people, we have Mike Edwards there. and I've But does he a, like us anymore? I'm getting the sense that Mike Edwards hates no, UK. Oh, he does. No, no, no. Mike Edwards, he's still he, he's still a big UK guy. He, he's a, he what, what's chaos. going on online? Like, it feels like he's always down about the coaches. Did something happen? Well, I don't know anything specific to that, anything recent. I haven't seen any recent tweets. But he's still pro-UK guy. He's a pro-KSR guy, too. But – uh I, I wanted to be How's a Bucs fan. How did that? What's he a pro K? I didn't know that. What's oh, he, he a pro K? He, he, he's always been very friendly with me and Jack, especially reads the site. Kind of well, good. I'm glad. I, I, yeah. I don't, I want to like him. It just feels like a couple times he's written something that seems like he doesn't get along with the coaches, but regardless, I still like him because he's, he's a form, but go ahead. Tampa. He, he's for real one of my all-time favorite uh, UK football players. So I wanted to like Tampa because of him, but now it just looks like I'm rooting for Tampa, and that's a different team, and I can't do it. I think I got to hate him. I'll root for Edwards uh, just uh, when he's in, but I'll go Saints here. Yeah, I mean, but Brady's going to be good there, don't you think? Like he's got, but he's got better receivers now than he's ever had. Like he's never had receivers as good as those dudes, and they just add Leonard Fournette, like – He's going to be good, isn't he? Well, he should be, but there's also the case that he's washed up and just kind of held on to Belichick for a couple of years too. What if he just can't do it? I know he seems to be aging the other direction, but till they kick it off in, he, in Tampa. He injected himself with some kind of Belgian horse semen or something <laughs> that like that like makes it to where he's going to be perfect. By the way, I don't know that that is a thing. But if it is, he probably got it and now is going to be like amazingly good. There's definitely a strong chance that he has some Belgian horse semen that could carry him a couple more years. I, I don't want that to happen. In this game, I'm going Saints with the Belgian horse semen not working out for Brady. It's more, it takes longer to kick in. It takes longer to kick in. Just for the record, if Tom Brady has a big game Sunday, if you want to hashtag Belgian horse semen, you can do it. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to retweet it. But I'm just saying, if that ends up being what happens on Sunday, you'll be ready for it because of here, you will have known that it happened first. But if he does have a good game, 
free money did not tell you to go out and buy Belgian horse semen and start no, taking we, it like it's some kind of vitamin. <laughs> no, I, I, I do not endorse that unless it is made by Dan O seasoning, which is a new flavor that yeah. just came out. <laughs> we much prefer it from Spain. Yes. Uh, moving on to the next. Well, look at you moving on. I'm the one in rolling this. You, I know when I make Drew blush, it's really something. All right. Um, the Sunday night game, the Rams are at Dallas. So this is your Cowboys, or at least uh, it's your. At, uh, it's at LA, I believe. Well, so you say. It's at LA. Yeah, you're right. And Dallas is a three point favorite on the road. Uh. You know, when you cut Austin McGinnis, you deserve to lose by 500 on the first Sunday night football in a very highly anticipated season, and that's what I'm calling for. Rams, good offense, best defensive player in the league. They, they pissed me off a couple of days ago. Cowboys win by a million. Yeah, from everything I read, didn't Austin do better than the other guys, and then they just cut him? Well, the rookie that they picked is from Miami of Ohio, Sean McVay. From Miami, Ohio. So there's no. looks like there might have been a little. I don't know why the Bears don't want love there. I don't know why the Bears don't want Austin McGinnis. And so I don't understand why we don't have. You know, I, I I don't know who the folks are. I don't even know who our Bears kicker is. I think it's like, what was the guy that missed it a couple years ago? Yeah, Cody Parkey. Yeah, they may have him still. I don't understand why we don't have Austin McGinnis. Like, why wouldn't you? I know we're we're homers and fans here, but I'm to the point I really need someone to explain to me why he's not on a team because the Rams uh, beat writers were tweeting pictures of him. His kicking numbers were better. I mean, he just went 10 for 10 in the XFL. What more do you want from him to prove in the XFL? How is no one putting him on a roster right now? I, it blows my mind. I don't know. It, it's like Kaepernick and then Austin McGinnis are the two people that are uh, blackballed. How's Kaepernick NFL? not on a team? Like, I don't, I don't get him. He must not want to play, though. Like, I would have thought the league would have done whatever they could to put him on a team this year. But, the, but apparently, you know, I bet you, I don't know this, but I bet you he made a lot of money in that lawsuit. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know that. But considering what was at stake for the NFL – if they had, if there were emails of NFL executives getting together and saying, don't, don't sign him, that's like a massive legal liability, antitrust stuff. So I think he probably made a lot of money. Just didn't want to play. Um, Especially I, with all the money that league has, it's nothing to write a big check for that. Exactly. So I, I will take Dallas uh, with you as well. And then finally your Tennessee Titans, play on Monday night football against the Denver Broncos. I feel like the Denver Broncos play in that late Monday night game every single year. That one year was when the one dude, remember the sideline reporter who came on and uh, – Oh, was, yeah. What was his name? Sergio he, something. Yeah, he butchered – I love the, that guy. And he goes – he said something like, he's here and he's happy or something about the one guy. But it was so a, bad – the internet didn't mock him. They almost like fake got hyped about it. Like they were happy for him. He was so nervous. It's like we rooted for him. I still follow that guy on Twitter. His name's like Sergio Dip. And uh, yeah, I, that's it. I, I follow him and he gets really happy about things. He just seems like a fun dude. I, I, I don't know if his career has taken off since that moment, unfortunately, <laughs> but I think he's, I, I still like him. So Titans and Broncos. Uh, the Broncos open up as a one-point favorite, which kind of shocks me. But uh, I'm going to take your Titans. They, Titans were nearly in the Super Bowl. How are they not a favorite in this game? 
Yeah, I'm trying not to get too excited about the Titans season, but they were one half away from going to the Super Bowl, and all they did was add Jadavion Clowney. So I don't know why people are a little higher on him than they are. Well, I mean, they probably think Ryan Tannehill is not going to be what he was. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty dang good. Regardless, this one has already moved to Titans two and a half. Oh, wow. But I, I bet it a week ago, uh, knowing that would happen. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely all about Titans here. Plus, yesterday, Von Miller, he's out for the game and maybe the year. Uh, this, this is one I think the line will keep moving between now and Monday. So I would, if, you, if you're betting it, I would get on the Titans soon. Have you been seeing all the stuff about the weather in Denver, how it was like 90 degrees and then it snowed that night? Yeah, it's all over the place. I don't even know. You ever get the feeling like Mother Nature is telling us this is all coming to an end? Like, we just need to all – like, I mean, we get COVID. And, and please don't write me and say that was in a Chinese <laughs> lab. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't need it. But – and then you got these fires in Oregon and, and California, the videos of which are nuts – and then in, in Denver on the same day, they have 90-degree heat and snow that night. Well, we just had the big whatever cloud of dust come across the way. I saw a video of two tornadoes at once on the ocean as part of that hurricane last week. I, I, we're seeing some things we've never seen before, and it seems to be a new one every month. I, I do think there might be a little something to that. Yeah, something's going wrong. I'm not sure what it is. So, uh, all right, so Saturday and Sunday – um come out to ks bar and grill and watch the games i'm gonna go out there sunday and watch a little football are you gonna be out there at all this weekend i'm out of town this weekend but future sundays i will be where are you going where, where what do you have this week i am going to the lake i still haven't left lexington kentucky since march so my vacation ended up being a bunch of house projects so i need to get the heck out of my out of lexington so i'm going to the lake for a weekend well good well uh I wish you the best on that. And I wish all of you the best on making money. This is the first of these. Um, we'll do them throughout the fall. Now that we have Zoom, this whole thing, it makes it much easier for us to all get together. Uh, if you get a chance, make sure and watch the Saints and Bucks and be ready for when Tom Brady throws a, a good pass. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to uh, the free money.